everybody. Welcome to Between the Sheets here at UnitedBroadcastingNetwork.com. One of my favorite songs. I decided to switch it up a bit. Hold nice. on. Hold on. I think I have music going on everywhere in my life. <laughs> it's like, really. Um, it is, what date is today? Is it February already? Seven. February yeah. 7th. Seven. We have Kurt at the uh, at the station today plugging us in and taking care of us. Thank you. you can, Hi, Kurt. You can always call Hi, us, 323-524-2599. In the house tonight, we have Cara Noble. Hello. We have Jenny McNulty. Hello. We have Delisha Naimi. Hello. We have Marshane. Hi. And Sheena Middle. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> so it's only the girls tonight. And um, and then, of course, there's Kurt. But, I mean, it's, um, it's a hodgepodge of a show. Um, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. I know we're going to talk about art, passion, and creativity. Oh, that was inspired by Marit Shane. Yep. And we have some lovely photos to show you of what she feels is her passion, her creativity, and her art. And you can find her on the website, and she'll give you the plug, because she's really good at what she does. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then we'll just go oh. around the table and talk about that for a bit. But I really Great. do want to um, sort of talk about this topic, and I think this will be the bridge between art, passion, and creativity, because um, Delisha um, is going to give us the bridge of that, because we'll talk about art and other stuff, but she's going to talk about her website. And with that, we'll talk about everything under the sun about, I'm writing shit down, just <laughs> sustainability, all that other stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I swear, for the first time I did research on things because I didn't want to sound like I, like I was ignorant. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I do want to start out with, like, seriously, like, uh, before that, I mean, let's really address certain things. And I think the important thing is um, about the coronavirus and what's going on. I think, um, you know, it, this is not, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling. Um, it's serious. And I'm not saying panic, but I think we really do need to take our own precautions um, and just be a little bit more mindful of things. Um, the flu is just as bad. I think the flu has probably it's killed, killed more people, more yeah, people hundreds of people than more this. Of a threat, definitely. But I think you know. I mean, obviously, the conspiracist theories say that we're all trying. They're trying to annihilate the people, just like the AIDS tried to annihilate the gay people. Oh, God. But no, seriously, that yeah. you, you weren't no, born. No, I but, was. I mean, <laughs> I was just little. You weren't born. But, but seriously, I think we need to take that this um, just really seriously and real real cautiously, and um, just keep your eye on the news. I mean, you know, CBS News reported something um, that I posted on my Facebook page. So just be careful, everyone. Be out there. Just be cautious. Mm. And um, let's and don't believe the news, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't believe the news. Mm. But, you know, just always just be mindful of things. We should have all worn those masks that everyone's wearing. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I just <laughs> been on the plane. It's not and, for good radio. A lot of people wearing <laughs> not masks. Not for radio. Right. But, you know, um, ridiculous, frankly. Not to be the airy-fairy one, but now now's a good time to quit sugar and boost your immune system. Even if you're just going to do it for a little while. Nothing will make me do that. Okay. Well, you I know like chocolates. Okay. Okay. I'll come visit you with the corona. fantastic alternatives that have coconut sugar in them. One is Hoobars, See, and they're amazing. Yeah. Of course she they're does. Amazing. Also, okay. you should, once a week, I go to Whole Foods, <clears throat> and I get a wellness shot. No, I'm talking No, it's, it's a good one, because that's how I got, like, not, that's how I didn't get sick, because you told me about those shots. Yeah, but I'm talking about the ones that are the drink-down yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you just I, have to add a little bit of vodka, it goes down for Oh, <laughs> that helps, that helps. <laughs> Burn. Yeah, anyway. So what's in them? 
What? Oh, ginger, lemon juice, apple nice. juice, pepper, cayenne pepper, cayenne pepper, and they froth it up. It's not like it's just plain liquid. It's all foamy, and it's like half an whatever the cup is. It's not. It's not that much. It's like a shot's worth, and you just down it, and ooh, it burns. It burns, but it's really good. Ooh. But, like but it has kept me healthy. If I do them once a week, and when I'm sick, I do them like once a day for like four days. Oh, also, um, we are going to put our money where our mouth is. I gifted everyone at this table. Thank you. Our bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So um, until well, there's no water in the studio. So today we will be using some of those little bottles, but starting at the next shamefully. show, shamefully, shamefully. I'm going to shamefully drink. I don't know you, shamefully. but we have a caller. <laughs> Believe it or not, at the top of the show we have a caller. So let's uh, take it. Let's take it. <laughs> Hi, it's Gayanne and the ladies of Between the Sheets. Who's calling? Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Andrea. Hi. How are you? Where are you calling from, Andrea? I'm in Palm Springs. I can't believe it. I'm on your show. <laughs> well, welcome. Do you have any? Oh my gosh. It's okay. Do you have any questions? What would you like to ask any of us? Are you a chocoholic or do you have the coronavirus? <laughs> oh, God. I'm so a chocoholic. Uh-huh. Yes, I love that. And um, that, you know, I was looking at your um, on Facebook. And so your topic is passion and creativity, creativity. Correct. And so, yeah, chocolate is um, that's fabulous. That so uh, that's your passion and your creativity. <laughs> it definitely There's fuels no it. Love. And sustainability. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all make sense at the end, an yes, hour and a half from end. now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would you like so, to impart uh, on a sweetheart? So. Um, on your Facebook page. Um, That's scary when you start that uh, out. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. No, go ahead. Well, I'm going back. So your topic is art, comedy, social awareness, social issues. So Everything under the, the sun. We're going to save the world tonight. Wait till we get to vibrators. Okay. Happens every time. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So, every time. Um, with that said, um, I'm involved with a, um, a dance project. It's National Water Dance. Oh, I have have not. So why don't you let us know what that is? Okay, so um, what it is, um, if your uh, listeners go to um, nationalwaterdance.org, they can read about it. And so on April 18th, 2020, at 4 p.m., we will dance for our lives in a nationwide Simultaneous dance event. Ooh. So, um, is it like a dance event in the water, like synchronized swimming? Uh, well, it's it's at site. Um, you choose. You know, this is national. You we're here in Palm Springs. Uh, we're actually checking out different sites that represent water. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be in water, but um, what it is, it's it's bringing awareness. Um, so it's bringing awareness to climate change and to bring back us into balance with this precious planet that we all call home. And um, so it's really interesting. Um, it's um, like I said, it's a, it's a national water dance. It is artist driven collective of dancers, students, educators, and community members who create simultaneous performances across the United States, is it including similar, Puerto Rico. Is it similar to like the V-Day dance that people do to mm-hmm. raise awareness sure. against V-Day. violence against women? I haven't heard that one. Yes. 
Very much so. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not uh, familiar with that, but I've heard of it. But yes, if you go to their website, you can, you know, you can go into more detail and then also view some of the uh, water dances throughout the year that people have submitted videos of, and it's it's breathtaking. It's it's incredible. Now, does it have to be in a communal situation, or can I just rock out in my bathtub? (laughs) Um, Can we Skype in? (laughs) That would be great. Um, You could always submit that. Um, I don't know, but it's really, we're really looking for about 30 people to join us, so if you want to schlep to Palm Springs on Sunday, we're having our first meeting, Okay. and uh, we're, you know, we're just spreading the word, and... um, yeah. Well, well, thank you, Andrea, Andrea. Sorry for calling in. Why don't you give the website one more time? I'd appreciate that, and I, I look forward to not coming down to Palm Springs because I don't know how to swim, but I will be there in spirit. So, what is the what? organization? I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know how to swim. You just have what? to dance in water. You. There's no swimming. It's well, just dancing um, in water. Well, what so if it's, it's dancing in eight uh, feet? No swimming I'm in fucked, Jersey. okay? <laughs> Ain't no dancing then for that's me. Then synchronized I'm... swimming <laughs> once the water's over your head. <laughs> so, what's the website, Andrea? So it's uh, nationalwaterdance.org. Well, thank okay. you so much for calling in, and I'll, I'll actually look it up when I'm done, thank and I'm you. glad the show was able to allow you to, um, to uh, promote your cause. So thank you so much, and it's a great cause. And, and real quick, uh, V-Day. Uh, Delicia, do you want to say? And thank you. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye. Delicia talked about V-Day. That's the, uh, or the charity organization that does the vagina monologues every year. Right. I've been involved with them for oh, 12 years. That. And um, yeah. and they do. They do a big <laughs> dance, Delicia, right? Well, Where, across the nation, different yeah. places. Beautiful. Do it, and they're supposed to do it on Valentine's Day. Yes. So oh, I've been involved cool. in creating the one in Santa Paula and Santa Cruz. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've directed like a production of the monologues. Like a flash mob thing? Yeah. Look, I don't mind if it's on the ground. And it's solid. Yeah, it's I'm in. Okay, like, I don't care. It's right. like Andrea's is on the ground too. By water. It I mean, why can't you water. make it into? Since it's on V Day, kind of like the dance and a flash dating service. That's Woo! what I'm just saying. Right. It's yeah. like a, think, you know, a vagina flash dance. A vagina flash dance. Exactly. A vagina flash. <laughs> dance. A vagina dance. Might get people in trouble. If your vagina started flash dance, yeah, that's what it's like. I mean, you can. And let's not even. What No, 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 no. Let's move on. So, um, okay. So again, call in three two three five two four two five nine nine. So passion and creativity. So I, I looked up some stuff. Oh, uh, oh. yeah, I know. Gan did her homework. God yeah. damn it. That? Um, <laughs> passion. I'm just going to, I don't know. It's like I do stream of consciousness and I actually write like E.E. E. coming. So just go along for the ride. <laughs> um, no capital letters. None. <laughs> Barely punctuation. <laughs> um, passion. Um, passion is the energy that comes from bringing more of you into what you do. Creativity is not passion. It is a skill. Passion tells you something really about yourself. Creating is something you do as a result of your passion. So what inspires us? Creativity and passion can reinforce and accentuate each other. When they do, when they do you harness the best of yourself and your skills. That means you can offer some serious contribution to the world, which is a wonderful way to live. A key emotional resource for creative work is passion, expressing yourself. So. Creativity is actually the doing, and passion is actually the emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with you, Mara. Okay. Since you're prob- you and Kara are probably like artists, you are artists. I don't know anyone at this table that does like art things. Well, you do fucking everything, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, let's not. Start- <laughs> but Mara, why don't you start with how you found your talent 
how how you directed it, mm-hmm. where you are now, what you chose the the, the medium that you're creating okay, sure, it. sure, yeah. Um, and we've got some show and tell, too. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Gayanne, for that. Um, I started, I mean, my whole family, we're all artistic. My dad is uh, an artist. He's made his living on art, and I... Um, so he's poor? <laughs> no, actually... <laughs> Very, very successful times, and then the poor times. Okay. Does he paint? I, I am the starving one. Uh, he used to do everything by um, pen and ink and watercolor. We do digital renderings and VR mm-hmm. for the building industry. But um, nowadays, ever since like twenty years ago, it's gone all digital. So it's not. He doesn't really pick up the paintbrush anymore. Um, I came out of the womb. You know, I had to draw. That I always- must have been very painful for your mom. <laughs> I used and you came equipped with your whole oh. artist kit. I mean, <laughs> and the color red was was there too. The palette came out last. That palette, that was the yeah. last pull. Was that, was that thing? But anyways, that's how I found out red and blue makes purple. Ah. <laughs> no. So anyway, um, I was always drawing as a kid. I was. I, my imagination is where I predominantly hang out. Um, I. It's hard for me to be in the real world because I'm just constantly in my head. I'm all practically all right brained so I'm just too creative like my sister jokes that she took all the brains and I took all the creativity <laughs> so basically um, you could have been one person if you were conjoined twins <laughs> we could have we could have but I'm glad we're not <laughs> um, I write I paint I create um, shoes like decorate the shoes I um, I do like it's just writing and art and video and film and editing is what I love to do um, I'm not doing it for a full-time living, but one day I aim to be. Well, she's looking for a job, so just FYI. <laughs> I'm a starving artist. Yeah. Um, for me, though, when I when I, f- I go in and out of passion, as a lot of artists do. Um, you know, my dad, for instance, he got, when he made his art into a living, it became a monotonous thing every day, and it, that's always what you're afraid of, that it's going to take the joy out of it and everything, and it did for him. Um, but But for me... I go in and out of it where, for me, the passion is something that's always there. I'm very, very depressed when I'm not using my creativity. I feel like my soul is uh, very malnourished and, and withering and shrinking when I'm not using the gifts that I have. So sometimes I get really inspired and uh, the passion just takes over and I want to just pull out the paints and pull out, you know, write a, write a story or whatever. And sometimes I'm in the dumps and I just don't have that mojo. Like last mojo, week. Baby. We were both yes. in the dumps. Yes. We called, cried, and commiserated. We did. And, and it's um, so basically my art is the way is survival to me. And I, I know it's not really me. It's not the passion is the upper the source that's inside me. Um, when I paint and when I draw and when I write and when I'm editing, whatever it be, that is not really me. I feel it's my higher being inside of me that's coming through. Well, so, I have, and, and spirit channeling yeah. and yes. co-creating with you. Oh, definitely. I mean, I yes. worked with an artist once that um, she wrote music mm-hmm. and she would always say, it was the muses that came to visit mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. just you. No. Yeah, and so I... Um, <coughs> I have been influenced by pop culture, 
uh, I was influenced by Sex in the City at one point, and I wrote a column that I turned into. It was actually a lesbian. Uh, no, a, les- that, a lesbian. A lesbian. Uh-huh. Between the it was sheets. About, it was about. A, it was called Blur the Lines, <coughs> and it was about a girl who was straight, and then she meets a few of these lesbians, and she wants to like just sort of my type. See, she, <laughs> well, she wants to see. She thinks dating's going to be so much easier if you know on the lesbian side of life. She doesn't have to date wow. guys anymore. Wow, it is. Come on <laughs> over. Then, yeah, I think she. So I know that's no, not no. true. So she, Dating might she be easier than living on the other hand. Well, she's rudely awakened and she finds out that that's it's not any easier on that side um, than it was it's with worse. men. It's worse. Yeah, it's it is worse. worse. So I had that published in um, a magazine called Bound. Um, it oh, was a spinoff of Curve. And now the editor yeah. of Curve, Marin, um, was the editor of Bound back right. then when she mm-hmm. published me. So that was a huge achievement. I got a monthly column. I felt like Carrie Bradshaw from wow. Sex and the City. Fiction. It was so much fun. And um, the other things I do are sketches and taking my iPhone and filming um, web series I put together and then editing it myself. What's and the name of the web series? Because it's very funny. I had a couple different ones, but one of them was um, Corey Knows. And then the one I'm doing now that I'm going to pick up again is called Kvetching with the Cats. Okay, that. And that is how I yeah. met more. Actually, no. I was on a mission to start the show. So I was like... To start your show, my show, the Restarting yeah. it again after uh-huh. it had been on a hiatus. And I was on a mission to find women. And I came across a posting, because Mara and I, I guess we were friends. Yeah, we had a mutual friend. friend and she posted these amazing shoes. Oh, yeah. Do, do you want to show those? Yeah, can you show the shoes? <laughs> and oh, yeah. I oh, went, oh, I... Now, that was a halfway done shoe, right. but uh, that's like right in the middle of it. But like, Ooh, that's yeah. my Wonder Woman shoes. <gasps> wow. And then there's... Uh, that's the, yeah. that's what that's that shoe the one. into. Yeah. That's the one. And I, I messengered her immediately. Nice. I said, I must <laughs> have those shoes. <laughs> and that's how we started talking. And then I think I cold called you, didn't I? Out of, no. Yeah, yeah, you did. And then I, t- you said you were thinking about um, having me maybe some, come on the show as a co-host, and I told you to watch my series and all that stuff. And, and then here we are right now. Yeah. But um, I think you're one of the funniest people that Thank I've ever you. met. So, um, besides Jenny, yeah, but, um, besides Jenny. You know, but, but back to the passion thing, I just think that. It's a double-edged sword when you have when you're an artist. I don't know if I can apply this to the word passion. But for me, when you're an artist, it's like you feel things extremely deeply mm-hmm. um, you, and you have a vivid imagination and it, you can either be your best friend in your head or your worst enemy. And it's just amplified so huge. You do realize, I mean, there is that phrase tortured artist for a reason. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it is true. It's true. So what but it's what's interesting to me is that people can have such passion, but not that maybe they're not artists. Maybe their passion is for the environment or for I've got my know, notes or for, um. or for like <laughs> math. Topic 12, it's coming later. No, stop. (laughs) But the thing is, is, it is about passion. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever your root is. I mean, it's obvious that this show is my passion. Yes. I started in 2009. Um, It had a couple of reincarnations in 2012. I stopped it, um, and it was only going to be for six months. And then I got occupied with my mom and all that other stuff. And in December of 2013, 2013, 2018, Uh like not a year later or six months later, like five, six years later, I felt dead. I really did. I felt dead and empty inside because it was work. And I do get a lot of artistic creativity and passion with my work that I've been there now this year is at my 31 
31st year um and right. so i still love that but there was but that's like doing someone else's stuff it's you different know? when you do your own thing trust mm. me and yeah, i thought you know, and I, I did i mean i know that i don't care if you think i'm one because i am i'm like i put it out in the universe i'm like my soul is dying i'm dying right inside there. help me help me and i want my podcast back and if it comes together easily then I know it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, then please bring something into my life because I'm, 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 not, I'm not in a good way right now. And then everything actually did come together seamlessly. And, um, and I'm grateful for it. I look forward to the show. Um, yeah, I have some agendas, you know, but it's all about my personal growth. And I love that I found all of you. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a what is it? People who people, we attract each other. What is that thing? She went people, yeah. right? The like law of attraction. Good people like good people. Good people nope. Good people. Right. That, yeah. That, that simple thing. Gam, yeah. when you're talking about that dead soul feel, that you know, describe what how passion was for like how how that lifts you out of things and how that ignited <coughs> you again. Like you just felt a driving need or something. I I literally felt numb. <laughs> Without it. Without it, I felt numb. I felt useless, um, kind of flatlining. Yeah. Not suicidal, yeah. you know, but just the, I didn't feel like there was any life in me. And sometimes we can think that's because we, we need a partner, we need some love in our lives or whatever, but you were able to pinpoint it was something different. Yeah, because the minute, the minute everything started, the minute, the first thing I did was get the studio. And the minute I had the studio, I knew I was in. Because that's always the hardest, as you know, is to get a studio or to get that. Mm -hmm. Finding your home. Finding your home. And then, you know, and then it's finding your circle. And you guys, seriously, whether you came first or Mm -hmm. whether you came at the end, I'm always looking for the right people. And I love that... You know, we have we hang out together and we have parties together mm-hmm. and we we talk on the phone daily or not daily. But it's it's that sense of unity and I, I, that's community. And that's what I think drives me. Yes, I'm social, but it's that sense of community. You had a need to do this show. And, was, you know, all the other people here, when you feel passion, what, do, well, yeah, what does that feel like? I mean, like you do comedy. <laughs> It's so, like a survival thing. You have to do it, right? <laughs> For me, you know, my family's very funny. You guys, maybe you know yeah. my sister. Um, oh, she is really funny. <clears throat> we're, you know, so we've always sort of like just approached things with humor and sarcasm and playful sarcasm. That's you, mm-hmm. you know, not mean and and but. <clears throat> so for me, it just it just that's how I sort of deal with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I really felt it, like sports in terms of passion, I hugely passionate oh, about sports. ridiculously. In high well, I actually I played women's tackle football out here for about fifteen oh. years. I just quit, and then Jenny McNulty. a couple of seasons <laughs> really? ago, really, a couple of seasons ago, um, they they uh, <clears throat> I started to uh, I was the announcer for one of their playoff games because I couldn't play in the last game, and I really liked doing that. So what I found was that the passion in that just that was like one of the easiest things I've ever done in my life was just to pick up a set mm-hmm. of binoculars and just start calling the game and, and announcing the game, and nice. it was just. It was oh, e- awesome. I mean, all with of that the gorgeous that voice, man. I just know. <laughs> it's sexy. Oh my god! Well, uh, yeah, but but for me, like when I'm writing, or, or it, it seems to come in waves. Whereas well, all these ideas will just pop into my mm-hmm. head, like you said. It's mm-hmm. it, it is sort of a muse that you don't know where the idea of the joke comes from, or where that where that comeback comes from. I mean, some of them are sort of you know you've, yeah. you've been there before, but for a lot, of just where does that idea come from? I don't know, but I find myself in waves where all of a sudden I'll be writing and writing and writing, and then. 
I won't be writing for a while. Yeah. And I yeah. usually don't try to push it if I'm not right. feeling, unless I have to write something for something. Yes, right. But isn't it hard when you're not, when you're not mm -hmm. in the mood to paint, when you're not in the mood right. to write, and you have to do it? Like Carol Leifer. Mm -hmm. I mean, she she's a writer. I mean, she's a comedian, right. but she's a writer for these shows and stuff. Like if it's amazing. I don't know how she does it because I don't have a. I don't have to turn it on like that. Like it, I'm not getting paid all, as my job to do it, which I freaking wish I was, mm -hmm. but I'm not right now. So, but if you were, you'd be able to turn it on. If you, you, yeah. you can. You just you sit down and, you, and you've yeah. especially if you've done it for a while, you kind of know there are certain things you do to. But yeah, you and I both whatever. know that if it's not if it's not inspired, we don't want to force it at the same time. But I feel. If okay. you're not that inspired, just get the bones down. Yeah. Right. Sleep on it. Right. Yep. And in the morning, away, right. you'll, it'll all mm -hmm. come yeah. together. And the more you use it, it's like the an object in motion tends to stay in motion, right? Right. right. The more you do, the more you want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And the more you keep that channel open. Again, you were talking about, about tortured artists. And I think what that means is that, you know, most artists are very empathic. And you have to sort of yeah. keep the hatch open mm -hmm. so the messages can the come in the, for the writing, yes. for the right. art, for yes. whatever it is. And the same messages I use, the same channel I use mm -hmm. as a psychic mm -hmm. that I use as a radio host and as an actor. It's all the same channel. Mm -hmm. um, keeping it open all the time means it's everything dangerous. comes in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, you feel everybody's feel mm -hmm. right. and you're worried yeah. about the coronavirus exactly. and what about <laughs> this person that was terrible to me? And oh my God, it's that commercial with a cat with one eye and I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so yeah. I think the torment the comes from... of the angel. Oh God, every time I hear <laughs> oh, Sarah no, McLaughlin no, now, I cry. Stop. Even if I just hear her in my car, I start yes. crying. I know. Somewhere there's a horse with one leg and I can't say I changed that song right away. <laughs> Do you think she realized that when she gave the okay to use her voice? Right. Like, wow, I think she probably did. She's, she's pretty emo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but like, hey, I mean, hey, hey. But Cara, I mean, like, Cara also is an artist. I mean, she's a voiceover artist and actor. Um, Obviously, she does what we do, but she I has... I forgot about that. Yeah. I was thinking... Because, I, I, I said because to, yeah, because she, my... you, you do mosaics. Yeah. And let's Ooh. see some of... So why don't you tell us how you got into that? Oh, wow. wow. Well, that just pure wow. accident. <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I love thrift stores. You start there, and you pick things you like, and you smash them up, and, on the, and they go on the wall. But I, I just, over the time, I just got more minutiae about it. Now, as you can see, I'm doing the Taj Mahal. I mean, honestly. Nice. <laughs> wow. So... What is that? On? Is that on a wall? Where That's in my that? in my backyard. Oh wow. my god! So it's, it's, it goes so around amazing. the corner. Yeah, wow. it's ridiculous. Wow, it's wonderful. I'm nearly I'm nearly done. I forgot about that. The voice, because I suppose that's. It creative is. Sure, it is. But yeah. I do get paid for it. But I'm famous for this. Is what I'm famous for. <laughs> for scaring children. I do a lot of that. That's a good okay, wow. go ahead. Wow. Wow. And then I also do a that lot of this. Good. I talk as if I'm an AI machine, and I, and soon you will hear me down the road when I do that. Right. Okay. Yeah, do that. All that's robots are British. Thing. Yeah, of and course. Then, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, and then the other creative thing I do is I write songs. I change the lyrics for songs. Uh, to, and uh, make them funny. Like buffle okay. axing? Like Wear It Owl Let me used to do. You know buffle axing? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I explain. So we have Goddess Cam, okay? And what we do, we used to do it. it things have changed now, but it used to be four times a year. And, and um, the four times a year were, like there used to be like whatever goddesses were in that birthday month would celebrate that birthday month at Goddess Camp. So Cara and... Jean-Viev as well. I mean, there were a few, uh, but mostly Cora. Um, she would take a song, whatever the song is, the popular song, and then they would. she would change the words around and tailor it uh. for, let's say, me, 
for my birthday. And I th I don't know, I don't think, I think you did one for my birthday a long time ago. I, so I must be gay. Gay, or not that gay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not that gay. And it was hysterical. So, I mean, so she's very, very good at that. I had the musing once in the car, as you said. I must have, my hatch yeah. must have been open. Yeah, yeah. your hatch was open. when you're driving baby. all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. because yes. uh, I keep I, napkins in the car and a pen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, I knew I was going to write a song, but between wherever it was, Woodland Hills and Marina Del Rey, mm -hmm. I wrote this entire song about my friend's vagina. Oh, nice. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Why don't you give us a little a sample yeah, if you remember? Her name is Beanie. She's not 16-y. She wears flowers in her hair and a belly button bare. She wears a chain belt with her bikini. She's got some crazy laissez-faire about her age and good repair. She's looking buff, not rough, though she's been through enough. Did she tell you the latest news, though, about her youth? Full muff. It's a <laughs> year of vagina. <laughs> Down there, she is not a decliner. It's a 30-year-old vagina. <laughs> She's over-jazzled and stands pretty frazzled. <laughs> That's our beanie and her virginie. <laughs> Very good. Oh, and it's true. She went into the gynecologist's yes. office. Yep. I remember she, this story. <laughs> 76 years old, 35-year-old vagina. That's what a bitch. That's what, what he everybody tells her. Needs. Yeah, I, I, it's actually true. It's, 30, it's a true story. But what what's is a 75 year old going to do with a 35 year old? <laughs> oh, she uses it. Anything she wants. Yes, she does. They're busy. No, oh, Stan. She is married. She's not like the Marina Duray 75 year old whore. I mean, she's not. She has a <laughs> You called her she's out? Married. Huh? You called her a name just now? No. Oh, oh, you said, I thought you said Marina Del Rey. Oh, she lives in Marina Del Rey. Oh, I thought her name was Marina. <laughs> That's a stripper name. That's a stripper name. Marina Del Rey. Marina Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And then there's Sheena. Hi. Yeah. Sheena, 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 Sheena. Yeah, I, Sheena you know, I, I used, I used, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, I, I use my, I use, you know, I use the same channel for spiritual stuff and for artistic stuff, and it's no different. So, I mean, obviously I started as an actor, and I still am, and, and as an artist and a radio host and a performing artist and a writer, and then I realized that to start, it, all I did was shift my spiritual gifts out of the closet. Like I always used them. They were always what fueled my art. But then I just decided to, to do it out in the open as well. But um, for me, everything is spiritual and everything comes from the channel and everything mm -hmm. is a co-creation. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for me to separate passion and creativity and spirituality because for me, all those things are the same thing. Agreed. And I'm a little different than than Jenny and then and then Mara in the sense that I create constantly. Like it never shuts off. Maybe <laughs> it should, but it's not always the same stuff. I'm not always getting certain messages for certain things. But I just keep it open all the time. It's mm -hmm. a crazy way to live, mm -hmm. but I like being very open and very present and very in the moment. And for me, that's amazing because then all the messages and all the stuff and the heartbeat of the universe and everything just moves through you all the time. But it's true. I mean, because I, a friend of mine keeps saying, you know, be present, be in the moment. I'm like, true. but this, but that. But no, what? no, no, you can't. You can't do that. And no. it's really very difficult to unlearn mm -hmm. that. And part of the reason I don't like to live in the moment mm -hmm. is because what happens to you happens to me. Mm -hmm. And it's just the minute mm -hmm. I hard. open it up... It's just I have enough I have enough mm -hmm. like voices in my own freaking mind mm -hmm. head. Then to add like everything else coming in, it's really kind of difficult. 
because I've got a lot on my plate, sure. you know, so it's sort yeah. of, so I do shut it down and I do, unfortunately, you know, go to the future or go to the past. And, and I really try and I'm trying to meditate. And by the way, if you people want to know how to meditate, because I know we had a show on it, I bought this contraption called Muse 2. Um, I know. Only Gayan would buy the electronic thing that would I've help her. I've seen them at CES. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and I know a friend of mine that, you know, uses it through her psychotherapy. Yeah. So um, I was, someone told me to buy it. I bought it. And I have to say, you know, it is about, like, hearing the birds because you nice. have to, like, hear the birds. But it actually gets me to that state where for once in my life, it just kind of stops. Yeah. It doesn't stop silent because my whole thing about meditation at least what I thought, or what people led me to believe, is you have to hear silence. Well, well you can you know, hear different silence. Different types of meditation. I understand, so. but I don't want to go on that. Do but you, I'm just saying, it just was, in my head, you had to have utter silence. Yeah. And because I wasn't getting it, I was frustrated, not knowing I was doing it right. right. Mm -hmm. And then I started talking to people, and then they're like, it's not about the silence. It's about being present. Do you know what? The only yes. time, sorry, the only time I am present and in the moment is when I'm creating something, a piece. Right. But because that's, that's, that's your when meditation. I, that yes, is that is my meditation. meditation. That yep. is the only time I am fully committed to the moment because everything I am is consumed with what I'm doing. Same with editing. Like hours will go by and I'm just, it feels like 10 minutes. But mm -hmm. it's true. It's like yeah. here, everyone says to me, How, how's the show? How do you pick your topics? How mm -hmm. do you prepare? It just comes to me mm -hmm. or I'll <laughs> be having a conversation with someone and it'll go, Oh, and then all of a sudden the show will come together. Um, we have a caller. Okay. Hello. Hi, this is Gayanne from Between the Sheets. If you want to listen or talk to us, can you please turn the volume down because we hear an echo? No, I was already on SSRI, so they, and that wasn't helping. So they. I'm sorry? No, I've always been on. Um, I've actually been on. Um, <laughs> Hello. Did a chat line would, call us? That's would, weird. <laughs> okay, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I think we can hang up now. <laughs> I really have no clue. I'm sorry, but I have no clue. Do we have another one? Okay, we have another one. Hi. Hello. 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 This is Gayan and the ladies of Between the Sheets. Welcome. Who's calling? This is Karen from Rhode Island. Hi, Karen. Hi, from Karen. Rhode You know her, Jenny? I do. Oh, okay. Hi, well, Karen. Jenny, you take it. Take the call. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Karen? Hey, Jenny. Hi. I'm just calling in to let you guys know that Jenny is both creative and passionate. Yeah. <laughs> is she your we ex? Get, we all listen to Jenny. No. Don't worry. We all. We would never say that. An ex would never say that. I don't just. I don't know. I, I have my bottom really low, but I feel like I'm talking to everyone at the same time. You I are, actually. Welcome to the show. <laughs> okay. Hi. Um, just wanted to say that Jenny is both creative and passionate in everything she does. She does it incredibly, and she teaches others to be creative and passionate in what they do. And she's my mentor, and I am just so honored to have her as my mentor. Oh, thank you, Karen. Sweet. And Karen it's is just, kicking ass in the comedy world out there. Oh, she's coast now. She, yeah. well, she's amazing, and she's she's yes. a little she's a little bit modest, but <laughs> if you're little. honest, she <laughs> is definitely creative and passionate to the extreme level, and 
It's an honor to know her and have her my mentor. Well, oh, thank, thank you. That's so sweet. That's very nice. What do you do? Tickle her? Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. thank you, Karen, for calling in. We have some other callers, but I appreciate that. And Thanks, We Karen. love Jenny, too. No problem. <laughs> Thanks thank for you. having me. She's the best. All right. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you, Karen. Yep. Bye-bye. Do we have another caller? Yeah, Karen took my call. Or did I lie? Was I, was I, no. I, I thought I saw another caller. Do we? <laughs> Hi, this is Gayanne. Welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling? Oh, my God. Do you want to hear me breathe again? <laughs> this is a 976 silent. fucking leg, you little fucking thing. Oh, right. You know what? He's, he's only really pissed off because he can't get any one of us. Ah, so, all right. So, where were we? Okay, here's something. Yeah, kind of interesting though, because that is passion. It brings me to a point that, like, even people who have known me their entire lives, I get so passionate about things, and I speak with such emphatic excitement that people think that I'm yelling at them or that I'm mad at them, and I'm like, no. How can you think that? Like. People who have known me it's their okay. entire lives. It's, it's I me. thought you were yelling at me in the lobby or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jenny? Uh, it was just about, <laughs> about um, artists and entertainers. John Leguizamo was on uh, Stephen Colbert's mm-hmm. show the other day, and he said that he felt there was a difference between the two, and he considered himself more of an artist. The entertainers were people that went out and entertained people, whereas artists were more... Yeah. Uh, making statements and making political mm. statements. And I don't know about that. I d- not necessarily Some, political statements, yeah. but but you know, being edgier. This to is an, John a, Leguizamo. A, yeah, correct. Mm. Well, I mean, entertainers. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> entertainers are more like not always, but usually they're they're performing other the artist's work that the artist wrote yeah. it, but unless you're like performing yeah. your own stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was an interesting is, distinction that he made. You know, between the, and I think. Some people may be more entertaining than than a, than a true artist, but I don't think necessarily they're two separate. I think you can no. be an artist. I and don't think so. It's interesting when you were talking earlier about presence. That to me, what fuels us all, or what fuels me anyhow, is service. I guess I'm a very mm. spiritual person, but it can also yeah. be to the world if you're not. Right. right. I really believe that we all have service, and if you, I got to a point when I got present where I stopped telling spirit what I wanted my life to be and just started listening. And the stuff that came in was so much better than the stuff I'd imagined. Mm -hmm. So now I just live with no expectation. Like every day I get up and I'm like, whatever y'all want me to do, that's what I'm going to go and do. And I think that we as human beings, my mom used to say human beings were just smart enough to be dangerous. We're (laughs) always trying to fight the flow. Like you were saying, we're we're angry and we want to make this thing go. And why isn't it going? And the frustration and the worry and the anxiety. If we just relax into it and let things come. Those are always the best things, right? Well, yes, and when you say that you, it's for me at least, it's the ego that is intruding in with the creative source sure. part, and yeah. the ego is saying you should be here by now. You should, you know, no. you should yeah. have a deal. You well, shouldn't see, be doing this for a you, living. You, my dear, yeah, was <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> which is the conversation we had last week about. We both were in kind of a rut of mm-hmm. different sorts. Well, my birthday came up. I so, know, yeah. <laughs> but you're still a baby. So at this table, I think you're still the baby. Um, but and, and and really relish in that because it won't happen for another ten years. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because right now in my circle of friends, I'm actually the baby, and I'm 56. So hey, but I mean, because you tend to. I'm going to just make a brief point. We have another caller, and then we can yeah. go back to this. Somebody mm-hmm. remember where we were? Um, but it's. Like last week, you were depressed. 
forget about the birthday. It's like here you you have an expectation of where you should yes. be in your life, yes. where you should be mm -hmm. at your career, mm -hmm. where, where, where. Ego. Ego. I want to put a pin in that right now. Let's take the caller right. and then we can finish. Hi, welcome to Between the Sheets. Who's calling? Hey, fuck you, bitch. No, sir, you motherfucker. What the fuck? Can you block that know. number? Wow. <laughs> it's a different number each time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they use a computerized number. There's another one, right? Let's see who this one is. Rather amusing. This is fun. Okay, come on. Should I just start saying fuck no, you? Let's okay. see. Hi, it's Gay Ann. Welcome to Between the Sheets. Huh? Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, how are you? Hello. <laughs> it's me. Hi, it's Gay Ann. How are you? Welcome to Between the Sheets. This is Karen. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah, you're I'm not going to tell person. us to fuck off. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Maybe All that callers are named Karen tonight. Yeah, uh, right. uh, oh, yeah. Hi, Karen. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's just <laughs> back to Mars ego. Ba oh. Wait, are you <laughs> rapping? Are you like rapping right now, dude? I, I already... All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can I can I just. Uh, piggyback on what she was yeah. saying is that so I moved down to Los Angeles because my real passion is to be a television producer and I have a degree in it and I and I was like okay I produced a feature length film I produced my own television series and I was like I'm ready to go to LA this is and very guess exciting what? yeah guess what nobody wanted me when I came right. down here Aww. I was too fat I was too old like they wanted a 20 year old to mold and shape and whatever so I've never given up on anything in my life. Mm -hmm. And I had to check my ego at the door and say, you know what? Fuck Hollywood, excuse my my French, but like if they don't see what they're missing in me, that I have so much passion and I can make projects amazing, fuck them. I'm just gonna <gasps> do yeah. what I'm gonna do. But guess what? Now, all of a sudden, the universe put this incredible opportunity in front of my face and now I have an opportunity to make that passion and my dreams come true, which is just unbelievable. Yeah. My money's on you, baby. Yeah, go yeah. get them, baby. <laughs> But I mean, but getting back to being in a rut, or or just like letting the ego paralyze yeah. you, let it go because it's the ego mm -hmm. is of this world. It's not of spirit, right? It's, it's you know it's our right. souls don't have ego. We stick ego into it mm -hmm. because of isms and things from childhood and things things that other people tell and you you fear. are and mm -hmm. letting go. You know, to me, mm -hmm. I think you know how people say now with all our stuff that we have that you spend the first fifty years amassing stuff and the rest of your life getting rid of it. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm still doing yeah, the amassing. You and me both, baby. <laughs> but I really, I really think that um, that it's the same thing with with energetic stuff we spend the first half of our life building up all these isms and then we have to kind of let go and release and let go to find who we really are under all of that yeah i agree delicia yes ma'am <laughs> ma'am <laughs> don't call me ma'am i'm sorry okay um but you can um what is your passion? What's your creativity? I know you're all over the place right now. I am all over I the But I do know that there's something, because of what happened with your health, that sort of catapulted into some a passion of yours, which I wanted you to talk about it so I can transition to my other notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it as briefly as possible. Sneaky. But, but yes, I have a 25-year history of Crohn's disease. And I was at the point where I was having the second worst flare-up in my entire life. Maybe even the worst. I just say the second worst because the first time seemed like the worst. But, um, I mean, I was literally in bed for eight months. I was imprisoned in my house because I could not leave. I could not even go to the grocery store because I could not 
know whether I was going to crap my pants or not, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and so I was literally imprisoned mm-hmm. in my house. I was at the end of my rope. I was suicidal. Mm-hmm. I, I, nothing that I ate was absorbing in my body. I literally, and I shit you not, for Pardon two, the no pun intended, for, <laughs> for two months, I ate nothing but fish with olive oil, like clean, fresh-caught fish nice. with olive oil and avocado. That's all I had, and my right. body wouldn't even take that. Mm. It was going right through me. I literally dropped 100 pounds by mm. not doing anything, just by being malnourished. And I was doing what I was supposed to do. I was going to the doctor. I was seeing my GI, and my GI wouldn't help me. Correct. But eventually you got on this program right, right, right. and the website. Right, so I'm getting to that. Okay, but the a little reason, faster. The reason why I... <laughs> <laughs> and then in fourth grade. <laughs> Look, you got what you wanted, okay? And then I pooped out an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my doctors are assholes. How about that? I'm done. <laughs> no. no, they are. They were assholes. You yeah, actually no, they were assholes to the point where I was crying on their table, doubled over in pain, and they oh. fired me. Correct. They said, you know oh, what? I can't treat you. If you're not willing to take the biologics or prednisone, that's all I can give you. And I was like, what the hell? Biologics could kill me because they the PML killed my brother. And the prednisone makes me want to jump in front of a train. So I'm like, and I tried to take it, and I still wanted to jump in front of a train. So I basically couldn't do anything that they wanted me to do. And I had two, two doctors fire me. And I was like, what is going on with the healthcare system? And so? So I found a treatment. <laughs> well, I started my website. Right. And then I found this treatment through a variety of different ways, which was a hyperbaric treatment. Right. That helped heal me. But even, like, I would go back to the doctor and the doctor would say, what kind of miracle pill are you taking? And I would say, I'm not taking a miracle pill. I am told you I'm doing the hyperbaric, so can you prescribe it? And he would say, no. And I'm like, okay, so these are the kind of things and the reason why I started my website and why I'm so passionate about it because the American healthcare system needs serious help. Don't want to talk about that tonight. Let's talk about your website. And clean living. That is what my website is But about. it is about clean living. It's yeah, about, absolutely. That is, that's the transition. Okay, so okay. my transition to health was <laughs> the hyperbaric chamber healed me, number one. But I don't believe that that is just what it takes to heal. Not just your physical. You have to do your emotional. You have to take care of your traumatic stuff. You have to take care of your every part of your being your soul your spirit otherwise you're not going to heal i've been going back and doing serious work on my inside which a lot of people won't aren't even willing to go there but i've done breath work i've done trauma healing i've done major things that like have helped my body heal and if people and i stay away from certain foods and most people say they do but guess what they don't (laughs) no and that shepherd's pie you made for my party was phenomenal. No way. For real? Yeah. Oh, awesome. I mean, it was, it was fake meat. It was all vegan. Yeah, it was all vegan and stuff. It was all vegan, no <laughs> sugar, no, no nothing and, bad. No, but the, but the thing is, I mean, and that's one, and you did not know that shepherd's pie is one of my favorites. I choose oh. not to eat it because, you know, I don't like meat, the red meat stuff and whatever. Um, but you're, because of what you did, I ended up buying that stuff. What is it? Can I can I say yeah. it was Beyond Meat that I used? Right. There you go. And one of my huge passions is this Beyond Meat versus Impossible Burger. Yeah. Let me just tell you, Impossible Burger is the worst possible thing you could put in your body. 
just eat the cow, okay? And this is a 20-year-old vegetarian telling you, I've been a vegetarian for 20 years, eat the cow. If you want something that a company that partners with Monsanto that literally injects a GMO yeast into your food to mimic a, a... it's called heme, and it's supposed to mimic Ugh. the uh, whatever Ugh. something a piece of the meat that allows the meat to taste like meat and the texture. So it's it's mimicking hemoglobin, and basically it's GMO processed. And they mm. put this, and you know what the owner? But you know what I buy? I bought. In it. I bought Impossible Burger. I went to a Christmas party and made meatballs. You can't buy Impossible well, Burger in the store. You yes. bought Beyond Meat. No, I bought uh, Sprouts. Sprouts. They don't have Impossible Burger that you could buy in the store. It you can only get it in the restaurants. Impossible Burger. No, no, but it's- They were doing, I don't want to argue with you because I saw it. I'm not fucking retarded. It's the plant It was, one. okay, no yeah, I'm not to... fucking retarded. It was, it said Impossible Burger, Impossible whatever the hell it was. <clears throat> they only had a little and they were testing it because they tested in certain markets because they're w- trying to put it out there oh, God for help mass consumption. All. God help all right, all. so I bought it thinking, it was, and it did taste like meat. It did. The I mean, the meatballs were good. I gotta say, yeah. but I, I realize now the whole beyond whatever. So what's the yeah, difference? The other what's thing beyond? Is the beyond meat is they're both uh, well. Okay, plant so the based? other thing, they're both plant based. Right. One is made with soy and crap and GMOs, and the other one is made with pea protein. And the only thing bad that it has in it is a maltodextrin. That is the main thing, and natural flavoring, which you can never really know what it is, but they put beet juice in there to make, make it, it seem <laughs> like it bleeds. Um, the other See, thing now, is, I wish they would leave that out, because really, do we really, like, do we really I have to that. have that? I could, I could do without it, and even when I ate meat, it was burnt. I mean, if yeah. they brought it but to the some table. some people like it <clears throat> rare. Yeah. yeah. And that is the most disgusting I know, thing I have ever saw in my life. Yeah. I think what they're trying to do, though, is they're really trying to appeal to meat eaters right. because yeah. they want this stuff in the grocery stores next to the meat burgers. Yeah. They want to appeal to meat eaters because, guess what? The world needs more people not eating meat. Well, that's mm-hmm. true. Well, here's, <sighs> I have notes. And by, just by the way, the oh, impossible only has... <laughs> The Impossible Burger only has, if you get it with the mayonnaise on it, only 30 less calories and one gram less of saturated fat than the regular one. Yeah. And so <laughs> many more GMOs. Okay, all right. That's insane. Uh, my notes. Yeah, I'm so Please. proud of my notes. No, it's I just copied it. It's I'm not going to read all 50, okay? But it's it's 50, we, I mean, to save the planet, um, and, you know, and I'm, I throw out words like recycle. You know, it's really important. Like recycling, I just found this out. Beverly Hills, you know, does not recycle. What? Did you know that Beverly Hills has no, no. recycled trash, trash recycle receptacle, whatever the fuck? Because they're above it, the 1%. I don't think that's... <laughs> no, it is true. Really? They do not have a green. So supposedly what happens in the city of Beverly Hills <laughs> is they have the black and the, I guess, whatever, the, 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 for, for clippings. The black and the green, but not the blue. Not the blue. Mm-hmm. So what they do supposedly is they take this black thing somewhere and someone picks... The stuff out of it. Okay. No. Now, a homeless guy. A homeless guy. Oh, okay. Brother. So, I mean, supposedly. But, you know, a friend of mine were talking and she had posted an article and it's like, where does your recycling go? I mean, we pay extra to have those recycled things go. But what they were finding that, like, China is phasing out U.S. waste. They're not accepting our waste anymore. And our, you know, here in the United States, there are some issues. We don't have a lot of land. Mm. So, where is it going? You know, people have found it's going to the dump. I think they're so not recycling it anymore. You are paying money, and then they're like, char- they're like charging you money, but then 
making you feel like you're doing recycling, but it's just going to the dump. Mm -hmm. So I did call the city of Burbank today. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yesterday, was it today or today? I said, where does it go? And And I swear, they were like, they didn't ask me if I was a reporter. I'm like, I'm just really curious where this, where does it go? Because China's not accepting it anymore. Is it going to the dump? And they said, no, it's going to some place up in San Jose that does green stuff to it. Mm-hmm. They ship it. So now at least Burbank is shipping things to San Jose somewhere. I don't know. I'll tell you where it is. I didn't, that, that note mm-hmm. I did not take. Mm-hmm. But I mean, <clears throat> but we should be aware, you know, because we all go through stuff. And, you know, I think, you know, we can do all this dumping and all this other stuff, but I think it's really important that maybe we buy products not in plastic. Mm -hmm. You know, go to your organic markets, take your darn bag, you know, do that. Because if there's nothing, if we can go and there's nothing that it's in, then we don't need to recycle. Mm. I mean, People can do composting. I actually have one, one of those things in the backyard that you throw things in and then you just, well, I don't, my gardener, dumps it in the dirt. <laughs> great. I mean, it's great I, for the plants. I break it out. I, I break it out. But <laughs> it's really easy to do this. And it, like, you know, the three phrases reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, zero waste lifestyle is sort of where we should be going. Mm-hmm. Um, it never happen. It, I don't think so. I think it will. I, <laughs> not maybe for not. Me. Maybe, but but you have to be conscious of it. And you no, have to yeah. make yourself do it. And yeah. I'm going to come to your house and fix that. Well, and um, I think if each one of us made a change, instead of saying it would never happen, happen. then it because would happen. Because here's like, the thing: it's citizen, citizen active. I like this phrase. Citizen activism is the hope <laughs> for the future. I kind of like that because we have to really take part. This is our land. This is our world. You know, I don't have kids or anything, so but I'm not selfish going, I don't give a shit when I die what happens here. <laughs> but I actually do because I want to, I mean, I'm living here now, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, again, we talked about the plant-based diet is one of the things. You know, for a habitable planet, we have to reduce global carbon emissions. That's a whole big other thing. You know, it, deforest, deforestation poses a major threat to wildlife. I mean, you talk climate change. And a lot of government, especially the, the administration now, is in denial of all these things. I mean, you know, really giving that Medal of Honor to that prick? I mean, let's <laughs> really, you know? I mean, I like Gary Sinise, you know, but he's a major staunch Republican and they just gave him some Medal of Honor, you know, yippee, because he sings for the, because he goes with his band to the troops. That's great, but, it's a whole process here. And you're right. I mean, if we all band together, you know, if we all do our part and everyone sort of jumps on that bandwagon, you know, just do a little. If you're not part of the solution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Here's, here's 50 ways, but I won't do it all, okay? You sure? Um, you You dare me? I dare you. Okay. Don't give in to the convenience of single-use plastic bags. I don't know where um, two, three, and four went. <laughs> Well, it'll make it easier to go fast. Um, Who doesn't like a nice cold beer, but when throwing away the bottles, make sure you cut off the ring around the mouth. It's convenient to use paper cups and plates at parties and picnics, paper plates, but they won't keep losing theirs. So try and get those bamboo things that you keep reusing, reusing, reusing. I just made that up. Um, If you own a car, make sure it's hybrid or electric. Hopefully the price will come down so we all can fucking drive one. Actually, I just bought a Toyota Corolla hybrid. Yeah. 22,000 brand new. Okay, great. Um, Drive slower. The reduced speed and braking all... Breaking will expel fewer exhaust fumes. I don't care about employers. Littering is obviously out of the question, but more than that, segregate your trash and make a concert effort. Um, Scrap, SKRP, is a company that audits your home and office waste private solutions for its management. It's probably charged. Start a compost pit. This is a hard one, but giving it up 
at least reducing the amount of, okay, at least to reduce the amount of meat you consume will go a long way in saving water, believe it or not. Right. It, also, it also reduces the greenhouse gases in the environment. Yeah. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. While on the subject of food, um, blah, 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 something about dogs, blah, 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 blah. Take that time, <laughs> blah, 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 whatever. Buy local this organic. formative. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> buy, I'm, I'm buy local organic yada, produce. Yada. Yeah, know what fish <laughs> and seafood are okay to eat when. Different species breed at different times of the year, and you really? need to be mindful of this. What? Um, I always have salmon, like, all the time. Check. So in a restaurant, you're supposed to say, like, I don't know, are the salmon breeding right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this, right. Is this well, Okay. So if you're breeding them in a farm, so eat, I guess what they're saying is vegetables, produce, fish, find what's in season because then you know that's going to be sort of the most healthy and organic because otherwise the other shit, you know, we don't know what the head of those salmon that are in farms, they could be like a cyclops salmon. We don't know what they feed enough. Now we want to say that Between the Chiefs does not discriminate against cyclops salmon because (laughs) cyclops salmon need love too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to their little eye. We love you. (laughs) Um, Going on holiday, there's no need to print out your ticket and boarding pass. Put it on your phone. You know, we don't need to kill more trees. Um, Could I say something about that since I'm in the print business? Yeah, sure. Okay, so... That is such a myth. So mm. the print the print industry prints prints tree. They actually plant trees called FSC forests that are specific for the paper that is used in the print industry. So not only does that paper get recycled, but we're planting trees that creates oxygen and a bunch of living environments for the for the little animals and everything while the trees are growing. And then that makes paper that gets recycled. So you can't say that about computers. So they don't want us to know that, right? Because right? that's not common knowledge. Right, and I work for the print industry. That's the only reason I know this. Well, I'm impressed. Not no. to mention it's a pain in the ass trying to hold your phone and your bag. So basically, <laughs> and so basically what you're saying, uh, Delisha, is that the trees that printers use are like veal. They're exactly. like raised to be killed. Right. Exactly. So they're, like, see, exactly. they're like tree veal. But see, it's except, still, except wait, you know what? But hold on. But trees are living things. You shouldn't kill trees anyway. Yeah, but so are cows. Do you eat meat? No. Do you eat chicken? No, I hate chicken. Do you eat fish? Vermin. I, you know what? The only fish I eat really is shrimp. And I, oh, oh, the poor oh. shrimp. We shouldn't kill him. I only eat baby trees raised to die. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, pesc- a, pes- a pescatarian. pescatarian. Yeah, but I don't, like any, I I don't like any other fish. Yeah, but fish are all filled. With, I mean, Mercury, whatever body of water don't, 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 because now I won't eat fish. Well, worms. you shouldn't eat fish no, anyway. No, I have to. You don't. Eat, 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 eat a sponge instead. No. <laughs> eat, eat a Beyond Burger. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now you're putting her on the actress diet. I don't diet. want to hear Drink. I only eat air and a sponge. Fables. <laughs> because I need to eat my That's how actors stay thin, Mara. Um, no, come on, a grape, a grape here and there. Go- shitting on my diet right now. I am not <laughs> shitting on your diet. <laughs> Honestly, because there are so few because things I can eat. Because if you ate what we're telling you, you probably wouldn't shit that much. It would be pure how do, how do organic know? shit that you I could don't probably shit put in your composting thing. Oh I, okay, gosh. let's. This is, it always de the evolution begins, <laughs> and then we'll be on vibrators. But, again. No, yes. we won't. Talk, well, but you know, no, not really. But yeah. what I'm only saying recyclable is, vibrators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made of recyclable cardboard. Cardboard. Mm. Yes. But what I'm saying is, I mean, we could we, we we're having fun here, but I mean, there is a serious issue in this country, and it's more than this country; it's global. Mm-hmm. You know, and and a lot of the stuff does. You know, 
I hate to say China, they're getting pegged on with the corona and stuff, but it does, a lot of it comes from China, you know, and, and India and, and those other countries that really don't give a flying hoot. But, you know, but it does all affect us. And we need to get on the same page. But again, you know, if each one of us just take a little step, I'm, I, I look, I would love for everyone to be a vegan or a vegetarian. That would be amazing. I mean, already, already because of the consciousness of that, um, there are farmers and stuff like that that are either converting their farms into other things mm -hmm. or, but I do know as a fact, and this is somewhere in writing, and from a real reputable news source, that the consumption of meat has, of meat has decreased since the awareness <clears throat> of this issue. It's fantastic. Yeah. So where circling this here in the United States? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, there's millions and millions of more people that yeah. are being born, so right. we're still so circling. Well, this we should back. stop that too. The gay and lesbian, it's okay to eat maybe fish. transgender, yeah, yeah. not mm -hmm. every single one, but most of us, we're into that. Like, we'd stop procreating. I mean, it's a good thing. Well, and don't get me started. If you can't afford a child, please don't have any. So ahead. Okay, so circling it all back to passion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, why don't we... Well, we should be passionate about everything in life. Right? No, not everything. We should. Anything that we're passionate about. Mm. We, but we should be passionate. <laughs> because you know what? I mean, one thing can't provide... Too much passion. But that's what she's saying. If you live in the present, whatever provides you passion for that day, whether it's a good phone yep. call, whether a it's a funny email, yep. whether it's a whatever. A delicious pan-roasted Cyclops salmon. <laughs> I'm making a ratatouille. I love that. I can I can get lost in making a ratatouille. Right, with rats. Um, you know. <laughs> so whatever gets us but whatever, through the but day. Whatever gets us through the day is a good thing. But that makes it sound like uh, like you're suffering through. Think of it like whatever <coughs> elevates me to have the most beautiful, high vibrational right. day I can have. It's because whatever mm -hmm. gets us through today sounds like whatever passes the time, so I'm closer to dying. Yeah. You know Music. what I mean? It's Music. more like because whatever lifts you up and makes you want to live every day to your best millisecond because there's gonna be days that are shit sure it's just it just happens but you know and, and the more and passionate and creative you are the more you feel oh, feel it yes. and the oh, thing you is, feel the mundane yeah no no it's not the mundane it's even the anger it's mm -hmm. the more passionate you are you feel all the emotions mm -hmm. and you know if something happens just like like the other show with secrets lies and betrayals when we've when that has been done to us you know it's that passion but you know i'm trying to get through you know and, and i'm slowly trying to get through is and i posted something on facebook today it's kind of like like what is it live your emotion but let it at the door it's sort of like you can go through the whole cycle but speed it up because it's really ultimately at the end of the at the end of the day to find inner peace or find peace period mm -hmm. you're going to come against people I would agree, throughout your life mm -hmm. or day that's going to sort of give conflict. Mm -hmm. And it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's usually about them. Mm -hmm. But we buy into the circus because maybe it's directed at us or it's projection. And we go, okay. Mm -hmm. So I think if we sit there and we know and we can say, I'm at peace, they're struggling, this is their projection, their journey, we don't have to sort of soak it up as a sponge. We can listen and then push it out. It's very hard to do in the moment, yeah. though. You know have what? you read The Four Agreements? I have. Uh, sure. That's one of them. Don't yes. take anything personally. Right. 
You know what? It's kind of like when I when I teach empath awareness as a workshop. It's sort of a I, I always use like the spaghetti colander. Like you pour the spaghetti in, and then the dirty water comes out, and the spaghetti stays. So. As you've opened the hatch and you're empathic and you're getting all of the messages, you let everything come in, but you immediately just let go of what you don't need. And then the stuff that you need, that's the spaghetti and that stays in You are my dirty pasta water. Get away from me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How many people say in our people lives from now on can we break down the dirty pasta? <laughs> but I mean, but it's true. I mean, like I, I'm gonna, I, I, I post a lot on Facebook, and I'm sorry for that. She's doing it right now. No, she I'm not. No, no. I just found a meme to post. All right. No, sorry, I didn't. I didn't Keep quiet, you people. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Uh, hold on. I posted three things today, and this is because of something that had gone down in, in the past few days, and I sort of. You know, was, a friend of mine was like, just don't live there, don't live there, don't live there. Mm -hmm. And I found three things that, that really resonated to me. And when I post shit on Facebook, I know people, I, I post because I just need it to get out. I just need it. To, and it's not really, it's for people. But I think a lot of it is to put out there so I can read it, mm -hmm. so I can absorb it. Because I hear this, but it sometimes doesn't go in. It's got to be written. And so, you're okay. committing it, so you got to kind of live it then, too, Correct. right? <laughs> yeah, practice the talk, talk right. the talk, walk the talk. Yeah. Well, that one. Um, <clears throat> that's another problem. Those who tried to break you are expecting you to be in fight mode. Conquer them with your peace. Feel the feeling. This is what I was saying. Feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. Witness it. Allow it. Release it. Mm. And the last one. Silence, which is my problem. <laughs> Silence is the true wisdom's best reply. Mm. Mm. I love that Buddha quote, a wise man once said nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to post that one too. But the thing is, it's sort of like in this chaotic world, you know, we, we all get swallowed up. Mm -hmm. You know, we all want to make a difference. We all want to be noticed. And it's not necessarily for ego. It's we want recognition. We want people to say, you know, when, when I talk to people, I look at them in the eye. It drives me crazy when people don't. And it's not because I don't think they're paying attention. It's because they don't like that connection, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. So it's, it's sort of, too vulnerable. It's too vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there's going to be shitty days. And there's going to be great days. But you take one day at a time. Yeah. And you deal with it. We still have time. I'm not winding the fucking show down. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Can I, can I circle back to something you here. we were talking oh, no. about earlier? Because you need to eat. <laughs> Sorry. Can I circle back to something we were talking it about is, earlier? Right. Which is I'm half naked. I don't know what y'all talk about. <laughs> and don't you say it's a metaphor. She's wearing no pants, people. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could kill the air. Is that possible? Handsome man yeah. behind me. Sorry, them. audience. It's just freezing. We hate to make you do our bidding, handsome man. But. <laughs> Okay, Mara, oh, you, sorry, Delisha. So uh, I was just going to circle back to what we were saying, if everybody did their part. There's a guy named um, Mo Gawat, who was the former chief business officer at Google X, who started this thing called One Billion Happy Movement. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's yeah. pretty amazing. And basically what he, I had to watch it twice to get this, but basically what he says is right now we're creating so much technology and so many robots, and these robots eventually are going to start teaching each other and what are they seeing right now in the world they're seeing violence they're seeing hatred narcissism they're seeing narcissism they're seeing all Bullying. this stuff and so these robots are going to start teaching 
Other liter- robots. Literal robots? What the, yes, literal <laughs> robots. Oh actual robots. Actual robots are going to start teaching other actual robots right. how to behave. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't start changing the way we behave. <laughs> Shitty robots. Then yeah. these, it could be really disastrous. None of them are going to get laid. Multiplying. I mean, that's and like they're bringing put- up a whole thing about our, you know, the artificial intelligence exactly. and all that, which is just blows my mind because, you know, it's like our brain compared to an, you know, artificial intelligence thing and it's just crazy because I don't feel robots have emotion I don't understand why people like you're saying they're robots learning. are they're going learning to learn the emotions. To I feel a lot of pattern. people don't have emotion yeah <laughs> no, that's yeah. why I said because real if you think robots about it, if you think about it from the time we're babies mm-hmm. we had to learn right and this is what the robots are doing oh, right now they're you know like, Hold on. So I, I next topic for too, next time. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about robots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just about the robots. No, I know. I mean, I mean, no, but I, but I, and, and, no robots. No, no. I actually want to tell you, I, this book, I just wanted to say this book about uh, sustainability and stuff like that. I think it's a really important book if you guys want to download it. It's called Collapse, How Complex Societies Choose to Fail or Survive by Jared Diamond. Um, it was. It's pretty much, it, it goes into detail about sort of how to save the planet. And in essence, how to save us? We should all read that. We should. You heard of the book? No, but oh, we okay. should all read it. Yes. Um, <laughs> ha- com- collapse. How complex societies choose to fail or survive. Jared Diamond. <sighs> um, but I, I get. To, I get to what you're saying about the robots and stuff. Um, I, I mean, it's I, scary. It's not going to happen in our lifetime or probably our kids' lifetime, but maybe our grandkids' lifetime is when it's. Well, start I'm just happening. hoping that the planet is around for Let's that. Hope so. And this is my issue: is if we don't start take caring, Harry can care of the planet. There won't be a future. The planet will be here. The race will not. The race will not. The planet is going to be here until the sun blows up. But you but know what? The, the robots will. Yes. So what they should be teaching each other now is like how to build houses. Right. <laughs> and take everything over. Well, those bloody so- robots have a voiceover job. I hate them. <laughs> and by the way, they should be building tiny houses. Right? Um, exactly. But But it is about that. It really is. And I keep using the word, in a lot of part of my life, I use the word awareness. Because awareness is part of growth. It's a part of change. And, and I know people, because of fear um, or other issues, uh, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not going to go there, but, you know, if you're aware of something, you know, don't sit back and just watch. There's something you can do if you can't actually go and do something. And let's say you do have money, then donate. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't have money, then take that Facebook posting and keep and post it. You know, just do something you know the whole animal things that we started out with the thing mm-hmm. i mean it just like the wildlife and what's going on and, and and species are becoming extinct they're becoming extinct because of climate change mm-hmm. and then assholes killing them mm-hmm. you know so how do we stop that you know do we change the laws well how much can we change the laws you know we can write to the congress people we can do all of that are we back at robots again mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. we could send in the robots we could send in the robots <laughs> but by terminator the, but not the shitty robots <laughs> <laughs> only the nice robots not the robots poisoned by other robots no 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 <laughs> but i mean there has to be you know a way you know i i put out in the universe every, not every day but a lot you know we do need and I know we'll all agree with this at this table, we need a shift in the leadership in this country. Huh. But it only it doesn't only start in this country. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of other countries 
that are fucked up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, I mean, you this this country is supposed to be democracy. Um, the past few elections have quite not been democracy. I don't know why, I guess this asshole, I don't want to talk about the impeachment, I just don't, it just made me yeah. sick, but, you know, the Electoral College, like, why is that still, why isn't anybody saying that's not to stop? And have it stop before the next election, because that's what fucked us over the last time with this prick. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, you know, Nancy Pelosi, I adore her, and I love that little, slip, you know, sl um, ripping of the, the, the speech. But, like, why is this buffoon getting airtime? I mean, seriously, I sat there, and, I mean, your sister was on online and mm -hmm. just slamming the guy, <laughs> and, which is exactly what most of us were doing. Mm -hmm. And I just sat there and went, you know, I'm not going to watch this buffoon. I'm going to watch the new CBS <coughs> show called Evil because it's about the same thing. Right. Except yeah. this one, right, yeah. I'll be entertained with, <laughs> you know. Um, the only difference in Donald Trump and the show Evil is that Evil's intelligent and good. <laughs> right. Well, the king should be, actually the king should run for office because they're the ones who wrote who wrote the good wife and the good fight. Yeah. So Evil's I like wonderful. Those. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, the good fight's great. Great. But that's what I'm saying. It's sort of like you know we. You know, it, it's it's kind of like that thing where you know someone gets killed in the neighborhood. Twenty people hear it, and not one person calls the cops. Mm -hmm. And we can't be asleep here at the wheel. We mm -hmm. just can't. And it doesn't matter if it's our lifetimes, whether we have kids, but we have to be conscious of what we're putting in our mouth because a we want to be healthy. Our body is our temple. We we you know all these diseases and stuff that come up. Where are they coming from? I mean, you know, polio came back. I think the last time what? I. Like a while back, not that yeah. long ago, polio, yeah. mad fucking smallpox, smallpox, mad fucking cow disease, well, and now shit. there's an outbreak of SARS. measles in, in LA. Huge. I mean, like these are the things that I and I, I. I'm not saying I'm for or against vaccination. Don't want to start that topic, no, but gosh. not going to hit that <laughs> bad hot right now. But you know, that's what I, as a child, it was measles, chickenpox, mm -hmm. mumps, right, and rubella, rubella, and polio, Scarlet fever, mm -hmm. smallpox. Mm -hmm. Those were the popular diseases. German measles. German measles, because we didn't just have, like, the one. We had to have a offshoot that had an accent. I mean, you know, but I mean... Z-measles. Z-measles. But I mean, it's like, seriously. So, I mean, it was around, but that was, you know, I'm 56. That was like half a century ago. Shit, that sounded weird. Okay, that was a half a century ago. Medicine isn't where it was. So, why is this shit coming back? Can I say, I think it's the crap that the FDA l allows people to put yeah. in our food. Do you know that they put calcium chloride in pickles, even organic pickles? If you look, it's very hard to find a pickle without calcium chloride, which calcium chloride burns the insides of your organs. Nice. And, and maybe not right away, but like little by little by little. But like... My question is, why? It's a pickle. It doesn't need any preservative it's in there. It's a cucumber with vinegar. It's a pickle. <laughs> That's what it like, is. You guys, we got to watch it because Mara's <laughs> never going to eat again. I know. You guys are listing all my diet foods right now. I'm so worried about her. I'm so worried about Don't her. Don't hang out with me, Mara. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to eating bread and processed cheese. Right. You can't no, eat bread. Kidding. You can't really eat bread. There's only certain types of bread. You, yeah. you know. But I seriously, know, I, know. I mean, but in this culture, you know, back in the day, you know, people, people cooked. I mean- most people, because because you have to work harder, you have to work longer. Mm -hmm. It's 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 you know now there's single mostly a lot of single families. You we don't have the freaking time anymore to do it. Hold on, so it's a lot easier. Even people on welfare and food banks. Okay, have you been? Have you seen what they get? Like in the food banks, not necessarily welfare. Welfare you can go and 
pick some stuff, you know, like in the markets, but they mostly pick shit because it's cheaper. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You go to the food banks and it's sometimes moldy, shitty food. Ugh. It is also food that is high in calories and what is that stuff? Preservatives Ugh. and crap. Chemicals. Cheese processed with soy. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of people, you know, that are... You know, like feeding their kids shit. Mm. Well, they make it so easy too. It's like, come buy a burger for one dollar. Right. You know, so and it's fast and it's easy. And why wouldn't they eat shit? They don't have to hear kid. Shut up. You know, it's like. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank God I'm not a parent. Um, <laughs> I was never allowed to eat shit when I was growing. But you growing have to up. look at our regulations too, because there are a lot of things that we sell here that other countries won't even buy for us. Oh, so yeah. we make it differently for them. We make our exactly. seeds differently. We make our products differently mm -hmm. for them because they won't let their people eat the poison. That mm. Yeah, Europe does not want our chicken. Go Europe, yeah. Exactly. I have friends with the gluten allergies and dairy allergies that when they're in Europe or they're in Mexico, yep. no yep. problem. No right. problem. But here they can't have they're anything all... with gluten. They can't have anything with dairy. Well, they're all wow. GMO. Either either pesticides yeah. in them it's or dairy esque. Dairy esque. Right. <laughs> but even the non dairy the shit. Corn. Like my mother's on a renal diet, so she can't have things high in potassium, yeah. and she has to have non-dairy, but she can't have the pea protein milk. She can't have the hemp. I'm because, sorry, what is pea protein? Go ahead, you take that. I, it's protein that comes from peas. No. Yeah. Oh, peas. Yeah, peas, yes. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, 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 not urine. urine. No, 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 not urine. I'm thinking urine. It's the protein in your Is that Burger was made out yeah. of urine? Well, I was thinking Jesus. pea protein. No, you not pea pee. No, that would be pea pee protein, okay? okay? <laughs> but this is, but I mean, but, you know, so she's got, so what, what she's allowed, what she's allowed to use as her milk mm -hmm. is like mocha mix or riches. That's terrible. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. It is horrible. It's like all hydrogenated yes, fat. Shit, it's crap, you know? So, I mean, of course, I don't pay attention, and I'll buy the hemp, and I'll buy this. I'll buy all the stuff and try her, and she's not dead yet, so I think we're good. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's not dead yet. You know, but, you know, and, and like, even the fake cheese, you know? The fake cheese is not quite there yet. The vegan no. cheese? Yeah, the, the vegan cashew thing. stuff isn't bad. The cashew cheese. Is it okay? But yeah. it's not great it's not either. It all no, has but like it's, this weird it's, it's, like, flavor to it. No, but I have to tell you. like cashew like, flavor. Like we're, me being Italian, okay, and I make a lot of pasta. Um, <clears throat> we, you know, we do um, follow your heart Parmesan cheese. Mm. I've tried the other stuff, and it's not that good, but this mm -mm. follow your heart stuff, the shredded, mm -hmm. It's pretty damn good, you know. And okay. it, but but because my I, I thank my mom and I thank a, a, a few friends of mine that are vegetarian or vegan. Um, you know, I now look about five six years ago when my mom moved in. I had to look at labels. I never mm -hmm. really looked at the labels. Now. It's horrifying. It's and because horrifying. she can't do potassium and she can't do chloride and she can't do salt, you know, I now know what the, like, the beginning letters, mm -hmm. I can't pronounce any of them, but if they have those little beginning letters, yeah. I know, oh, that's sodium or that's this or that's potassium or that's, oh, my God, that's poison. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know. So much of it. So much of it is poison. So much that of is it. why, seriously. You know, organic markets, you know, for your fruits, for your vegetables, do things that are seasonal. You know, I'm, I don't want to not have Chile have an income or wherever the hell our shit come, Mexico, you know. But, you know, there's, we're in California for Christ's sake. But you know what's weird? I live in Ventura County, which is, we're, we're like one of the biggest agricultural producers in the world. All of our shit goes somewhere else. 
You know, we don't get it here. It's like we we produce the most lemons and avocados, but it goes outside of the country. No, but, like, but, but but we get the avocados from Mexico. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Why don't we get it from Santa Paula? We're right here. It's closer. Do you have an avocado tree? I do. I'm coming. Okay. I'll trade you avocados for a, lemons. You're pretty a, excited about it. I have that. a bacon <laughs> avocado tree. Okay. I have I have a blood orange tangerine and a lemon so I'll wow. trade you I'll trade you those for avocado and pomegranate and my uh, Meyer lemon this is like I'll trade you a pink and a Twinkie God, I, I sound like a poker I, I live in a ranch though, see your so pomegranates I, I live in a, I live in Burbank I know I've got my I'm own saying. damn ranch that's okay? what I'm saying I have a little more room than you I'm sure it's okay uh, <laughs> oh my goodness you don't have a so lot of room for trees moving on from the food everybody's pulling Why? their visual dicks out and putting them on the table we're actually giving you pointers on how to be healthy Mara Shane I'm bored and that, and that is Mara Shane, everyone. That <laughs> I want to move this. She is not passionate segue, about our food. Segway this convo onto something more exciting. But now. it is Aww. exciting. <laughs> This is exciting. I mean, I I know I I know you're bored. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, it's never boring here. It's never boring. Well, you don't have to come next week. You can take the time off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just get suspended. <laughs> I would I would right never there. not have a show with my Mara. Mm. Um, That's true. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but it's sort of like I think you know. Again, getting back to passion, I think it doesn't have to be one thing that we're passionate about. It could be a myriad of things. Mm. You like the word myriad? I like that yeah, word. That's a great word. Um, plethora is a good one. Is that that's a good one. I, that's word, another yeah. good word. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it's finding what... It's, it's looking in here. You know, you can only find happiness from inside. And you can only provide your own happiness as a jumping board. Because if you're not happy in here... No matter what the externals are, you won't find it. Go ahead, Gina, true. you talk. No, it's absolutely... You, you sping, sping, you sping board off I, of it. I think we spend so much time thinking that external things are going to make us whole. And the truth is the healing and the wholeness starts with within, and then we go outside. So instead of worrying about making a connection with ourself energetically and putting things inside our body that make us happy, we think that this, this TV show or, this, or the 30-year-old vagina or somebody we meet on a dating site or whatever it is, that's going to fix us and fix all the stuff in us. And the truth is, is that once we fix what's in here, then everything else fixes itself. But so some, it's just switching a perspective. Right. Because, I mean, yes, <clears throat> excuse me, things can provide external happiness, but that is momentaneous. And that's great that's to get. A great word. That is beautiful. Let me write that one down. I'm like, wow, yeah. that is delicious. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Momentaneous. Momentaneous. <laughs> I don't think. No, made it going in I was said. I was said better with an accent. Well, <laughs> and external <laughs> things are wonderful. But they're not. But they're temporary. Right. But they're temporary. So you have to start from healing within. Mm -hmm. Once you heal with within, you know what? All those external things become extra special. I thought they would become less important. I think it beca because it's like the cherry on the icing. If you're happy from within and then someone comes into your life, whether it's a friend or whether it's going to see Jenny next Thursday at her comedy <laughs> show in Ventura. Rock on. <laughs> like the nice. Shameless I like that. That was good. Very good. Um, which I will be there. Um, oh, Spellcheck hates this. Yeah. It. Hates it. Well, Spellcheck doesn't have a... Yeah doesn't have a JD degree. <laughs> um, but it's serious. It does, 
you know, it just makes it more special because if you appreciate yourself, then first of all, the next show is going to be a laws of attraction. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. start with here. Mm -hmm. That is energy that emanates out. I, I believe, and, and you know, you I can, do. you know, so it emanates out for you to attract things. So in essence, the external stuff that you're attracting is really what you are sending out that you need to come into your life. Mm -hmm. Right. My opinion only. Well, and it's how much emphasis you put. I talk about this a lot when I teach that the most important relationship that we have is with us. Mm -hmm. And the second one is with spirit and then the world and then people. But most people do it backwards, right? It's all about first, what do other people think of me? Mm -hmm. Then it's, uh, what, what does the world think of me? Do, did I get enough likes? Am I important? Do people like me? And then it's, it's, does God hate me? Am I doing the right thing? Am I going to hell? And the thing that always gets left behind, I just taught a workshop tonight called You Are Your Own Best Friend. And it's, it's all about how that's the last thing. Our connection with us is the most important thing. We put it last. Oh, maybe next Tuesday I'll take care of me. Or maybe I'll fix myself in 10 years. But in the meantime, it's everything around us. And we live in a, a distracting technology. Logical time, yes, we do. God, yeah. Where there is stuff swirling around us to distract us all the time. Mm -hmm. And all that stuff is great as long as we build our core and become connected within ourselves. Then we can have fun with all the stimulus. But if you don't have anything in here, you're just like a hollow Easter bunny. It's like, oh, this is delicious. And then you bite and you're like, uh. I mean, it's kind of like, like those that. pickles, Mara. But I mean, even, but really, seriously, technology, and, and, and I'm not joking. I mean, I have to text and do all of this stuff with work. Like a year ago, and I had trigger thumb, and I had to go to therapy what and quarter some. It was, it was, it was repetitive motion. Yeah, it's a pulled ligament. It's so like a... it was kept like in the morning. I'd wake up mm -hmm. and it would snap. You'd hear snap, oh. snap, snap, oh, oh, oh. and then. And then and then I started like voice texting. Amazing. Yeah. Then I started voice texting, which <laughs> that in and of itself is not so good because God, no, you don't understand what I say it doesn't really mean what I say. So I end up typing. But I was so like uh, sub unconscious or conscious not to use this mm -hmm. focused on my right that I just got trigger finger of the left. Uh. I just and and it hurts my L and so I just had to get a cortisone shot here. Whoa! No. And a cortisone shot here. Oh no! Not here. the cortisone. My goodness! It you know what fixes so trigger bad. finger? Hematite ring. I had one. Couldn't bend my finger like this. Hematite ring. Four hours. Whoa! Hematite ring. Well, oh, I should have called amazing. you. You should have called me. But it hurts so badly. Even my wrist. I couldn't pick things mm. up. Hematite. <clears throat> and the doctor's like, "Well, what are you doing at the repetitive motion?" I'm like. Nothing. This is my predominant hand. But not aware, I was mm -hmm. doing more texting with my left because I was so conscious I couldn't do it with my right that I got it here. So We're the, finally onto vibrators, everybody. <clears throat> no. In 10,000 years, our thumbs are going to be like this yeah. long. No, I think that's going to be giant the, thumb creatures. The just, alien uh, picture that you always have, like that big headed yeah, thing, yeah. It's, it's just with us in the future. Yeah. It's just going to be a brain with. with so, but just going to be a thumb oh. instead of a brain. <laughs> yeah. a thumb and we're just going to. God, and won't those dating sites be so boring? <laughs> you won't be able to flip because they all fucking look the same. Like, <laughs> like, it's the same one. Like, like. But no. are you saying that all aliens look alike to you? That's bigotry, Gayan. <laughs> it's bigotry. Against aliens. Then you'll be calling me an elitist, bigot, white girl, okay? Exactly, because you think all aliens look the same. You know what? We are There are aliens on this planet now, mm -hmm. and we don't look the same. And they're not happy you about you You notice how right I now. said we. I did. <laughs> I, can only, I can call my own species, okay? Good. Good. 
<laughs> no, but uh, but it is about what you were saying, and I really I didn't I obviously did not get to see your That's okay. thing today. That's okay. But I, I I did read about it, and and of course, but it's true. You have to be your own best friend. You yes. can't find so your important. best friend from someone else. You can't do that. No. It, you can, someone else can't provide your happiness. No, that's true. Because uh, number one. That's a huge responsibility to put yeah. on somebody. Mm -hmm. That really is. I mean, I can be friends with someone. I could love people dearly. Um, I could have one major confidant or one person that I go to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it's you do have to spread the love around. But, you know, I'm not that kind. I mean, I, like I said, I'm a social person, but there's one or two people that know everything. <laughs> and because I don't trust either. And that's a hard thing to deal with is the trust issues. Yes, you know? trust issues will kill you. <clears throat> that's like a, talk about ego, Mara, trust issues. That's a poison. That'll eat you up. And intuition. And again, we talked about intuition before. Mm -hmm. You know, how many times have we listened to our intuition? Most of us at this table, some can all the I time. I always do. That's great. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> I didn't, and I'm getting it now. And it's like something like I posted on Facebook because I always have to refer to my Facebook page. If you, if you, uh, red flags. If there are red flags, red flags, red flags. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I tend to see the red flags, but I don't look at the red flags. So, am I in? Are you in denial? Are you in denial, not seeing the red flags, or? Are you just a good person that wants to trust, mm. that wants to see the good and positive with people? Because then if you don't, then are you judging someone? Mm. So, you know, red flags are great, but are they really red flags? And I don't want to live my life. I would rather fuck up, have that person fuck me over in the end, but at least I gave that person a chance. Mm -hmm. As opposed to prejudging, going, oh, that's a red flag, or oh, that's a red flag. Because even the N word that we talk about, the that is thrown around like toilet paper. <laughs> Bipolar, in this community especially, it's either the sub, either the chick has nars is a narcissist. Oh well, she's not that. She's bipolar, and if she's not that, all of a sudden she has Aspergers. All of a sudden, that's a new oh. one. That's just come into the thing. She's a little slow, so she must have Aspergers. Wait a minute, uh, Aspergers people aren't slow. Well, they're, actually, they're actually, actually extremely smart, yeah. right? Yeah. But most people will judge them as slow, Be because of the way they speak, because of the way they speak, or whatever, or you know, or even autistic, or socially, or socially inept. inept. Right. So I mean, so here we are sitting here. You know, trying to be compassionate with people. That's another thing that this this country or this world, we've lost compassion. Mm -hmm. We have lost compassion. My head so is spinning. I'm just going straight back to the vibrators because yeah, you have brought so many points here. <laughs> I'm I said it was going to be This is a 12 shows right show. now. Yes. But you know what I heard, Cara? I heard that the vibrators are actually talking to other vibrators. <laughs> And so we're hitting a whole crop the of robot vibrators. vibrators. Oh, my God. I will never get a sponsor if we talk about vibrators all the time. Oh. Oh, you okay. may get a vibrator company sponsor. <laughs> Battery companies? Yeah, Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Lube? but seriously, but that's the thing. Adam it's sort Steve. of like it is this, this show is, has a lot of information. And it is a lot of overload. And yeah, maybe it's 20 shows that we've got into one. But... We have, but even if we're just touching the treetops of things, what I do with my show, with Sheena does with her show, sure. you know, <clears throat> it's really about introduction, you know, and we will, you know, like that spirituality show, we touched on so many topics of mm -hmm. spirituality, but I, what I called it is spirituality one on one, you know, because it gave people an insight to just 
what's around. I plan, obviously, you all know, I plan on doing like shows that deep dig deeper into each one of those possibilities. But like with this, there is a lot. And I think it all comes down to we don't have compassion for the planet. We don't have compassion for animals. We don't have compassion for each other. And that is the key. So how do we... What? I, how what? do you? How do you? If you don't have compassion, how do you get? That how do you figure it out? How do you? Because sometimes I know, I, and I will admit, I walk around in the world, and I'm like, sometimes I don't have compassion for a situation or for somebody. Sometimes I'm like, you're just being stupid, and then I try and take a step back. But that's and be a ju- like, but that's judgment, See, right? So you, you have try, because I, you have to stop, right? You have it's awareness. So I said I try and take a step back and say, you know what, I'm judging this person, but like, how do you? But how you know do you what? Ch- do you know what fucking Nirvana is? When you never have to step back. When you never have to step back. When that thought doesn't even cross your fucking mind. If we all just like, you know, the golden rule, as trite as it might sound, is just don't do trite. anything to anybody else that you wouldn't want someone doing to you. Treat yes. others like you would like to be treated. If that, everybody amen. just did that, mm-hmm. that we, you wouldn't... So simple. It's you know, really that Because I mean, some people are born with And I think that helps you get empathy, not. though, sometimes. But I don't think going, so. Okay, I don't think... You're, I think, yeah, some people... But if you're born with compassion, you're empathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? There are some people that will never have compassion. But nobody in this room... I mean, we've all judged... I mean, oh, yeah, like, right, come on, yeah. we're, we're not this. We're not the between the sheets. Ladies are not holier than now. We've we've stumbled. We fall. But that's how we learn. But we're also being fo- like, I think that's social media. I've said it, Facebook is the beginning and the end of civilization when it first came out. And I still believe it. I think we have become judgmental pricks and we uh-huh. set ourselves up for it. You post something. And what do you want? You want people to like it. Oh, my God. I only got six likes on that post or whatever. So we're putting ourselves in this situation where we are asking to be judged. And then we're complaining that everyone judging us at the same time so it's it's just a weird well, environment but have we become judgmental pricks or were we always and facebook th- just let it out i think maybe <laughs> it's maybe it's a kind of a little bit of both where facebook and it is sort of gives you that freedom because you can do it safely anonymity anonymity right but that's the thing yeah. i mean social media has brought out the worst in people mm-hmm. you know look yeah. at the prick in charge you know, like w- w- what comes out of his mouth should be fact checked. I mean, huh. and it's not. You know, everything should be fact checked. I mean, granted, politics has always been a little corrupt, but it has risen to new heights right now, and we're accepting it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We accept it. You know, I mean, yeah, I should have watched that assholes. What the hell is it called? The something the the, the state of the union. It's too upsetting. But I, I should have watched it because. Because you should. But instead, you turn it off not to hear. But, you know, I should have listened to see what a, what uh, what this loser is. You know what I mean? And what his... I mean, he doesn't even have... He doesn't even have a platform. Well, I talked about my healing journey and my healing process. And part of my healing process and my healing journey is to stay off of the news. Yeah, me Stay too. off of yeah. social media. Because it, it upsets me too much and I internalize it. It's and pointless. I, I don't care if yeah. I seem stupid in the world and I don't know about the world the news Six months that's healthy. called self-judgment you just call you're not no one's ever stupid that's your choice that's my choice it's yeah. don't, so don't judge yourself as stupid other people look at me like well how could you not watch yeah. the news well because it makes but it's me on the sick. news they say I said, well, well that's why I don't that's right. why I don't know well, about see, it Cara and I, I mean I don't I know I work in the entertainment industry I know Cara has you have you know it's all about the ratings and the story 
That's all it is. I mean, if, it's all clicks. I mean, even about the I'm bringing back the coronavirus. The coronavirus. It's like if you read some things, it's like it's wiped out half of the world already. You know, well, you what know, I mean? China shut down production completely because right. I had a job out there, and and they I I was going to be late on it because they said nope, sorry, we're totally shut. The whole country shut down. It's unbelievable. They should. Yeah. I mean, it just happens to unfortunately be the Chinese. But, you know, you have to do that. Because otherwise it'll be a pandemic. Is that the word? Didn't the bird flu start in China, too? What's yeah. The, and then there's that thing, SARS. Yeah, that that's, started in China, too, right? So they come I and go. To, they come okay, Legionnaire's I'm, disease. That started in China, too. Did um, it really? No, I know. I have no glow. But, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, okay. Uh, do I say this or don't I? Don't. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, a lot of these diseases that are stemmed come from countries that are not hygienically Mm -hmm. stable-ish. I don't even know if that's a word. Um, It's unfortunate, you know, and it starts in those areas and i'm not you know i'm not slamming anybody but it's true i mean things have started here you know the mad cow disease started in england and those cows were pissed yeah those cows were pissed <laughs> you've seen Look english food cara <laughs> say mad cow disease mad cow disease how do they say it in in, oh. in, our, in england that was in England. Oh, sorry. That was, that was posh English. Oh, and I don't want the, posh. That was the Queen saying no, I don't want the Queen. <laughs> Mad cow's disease. Exactly. So it's <laughs> like the Boston English. No, it yeah. sounds really good. But I mean, and, and it's not about anything but, you know, it's if it's not hygienic situations. Even here, you know, in this country, bacteria, all that stuff. There was a thing I saw on Facebook. A teacher did this, um, uh, did this test. She took a loaf of white bread. And she put the one, you saw that, right? I saw she this. She put the one, like, test that had not touched, and then she let her kids dirty hands mm-hmm. with dirt, with antibacterial, with soap and water, and then she ziplocked each piece of bread that had whatever contaminant on it for, I think it was a week, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. Something like that. And then, at the end of the week, like, it was different things of mold and, mold and bacteria, huh. and... The beside the closest one that was with the minimal amount is soap, just plain soap and water. Even the acti- antibacterial thing yeah. caused that shit. So you know that's another thing where you want all the antibacterial shit. It's just fucking alcohol. It okay, it doesn't really have it all, and a whole bunch of shitty chemicals that you can't pronounce. Yeah. So who knows? But soap and water, regular soap and water, was the key. And that is why everyone, please wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. You know, and, and, and when you're opening up the bathroom door, you know, it's always good to take one of those little pieces of paper and use it. If you touch mm-hmm. anything in the bathroom, use one of those papers because you are susceptible to bacteria. Also, I have to keep a very, um, I have to be negligent about, or what's the word? I have to watch that I don't touch my eyes Cognizant. and my yeah. face. Yeah, because you're getting a pink eye and yeah. shit. Yeah, cognizant, is that yeah. the word? Yeah. So, I mean, you yeah. know, even, like, it's weird because everyone thinks, oh, if you sneeze or whatever, like, you sneeze and it goes away. Not really. They have found that that thing, it may not have the potency as when you sneeze and the snot ends up there because it's the warmth and so it doesn't breed. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that bacteria has gone away. Look, wherever I go, like especially to Whole Foods on uh, Fairfax and um, Beverly or Fairfax and Third, uh, people are wearing 
the, the masks. masks now. It's mm-hmm. becoming so common. Well, the flu. I mean, there was a friend of mine, Wendy. We know Wendy. Mm-hmm. Wendy had like three versions, three strains or four strains of the flu. Then my friend Mel, she was down and out and down and out. I think mm-hmm. she had three mm-hmm. versions of the flu. I mean, knock on wood, I didn't. Um, I'm, I'm kind of superstitious. No, but did did... Wendy not did either of these people get vaccinations or not? Wendy did not get vaccinated. She doesn't believe in vaccinations. I know, right. And then Mel I don't know. Oh. I don't think so. Okay. But you were going to say something about vaccinations. I don't believe in vaccinations either. So, I mean, with my immune system, the doctors are always pushing me to get a flu shot. Nope. I've never had a flu shot. I'll never have a flu shot. I did, and I got the flu right after. No, I've never got a flu shot, and I've never, I mean, never got a flu shot, and never got a pneumonia shot. And I think because, because, what you put in your mouth, whatever you put in your mouth, if you put the right things in your mouth, food, whatever, your body's immune system will fight that. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely let it do that first. Well, that's why I said that everybody should quit sugar at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. during this epidemic because sugar, gluten, lactate dairy, uh, corn, these are all things that create massive amounts of sugar, right, Delisha, mm-hmm. in your system. Mm-hmm. When you have too much sugar in your system and the yeast builds up, then your immune system drops. Alcohol, I know, I'm no fun at all today. But these, <laughs> but just temporarily until flu drink anymore either. over. You have to let, to let stop building up all the extra sugars in your system so that your immune system can stay really, really strong just to, through the flu season. When it warms up, but it's then true. do what you want. It's I, a clean diet. Well, if you eat yes. clean, if you, ha- if you eat clean, and you know, you can can cheat every once in a while. It's not about, you know, it's just having a regimen. You know, I know I have friends that do, um, I mean, I, you know, I get a massage. I'm sorry, I, but you know it's 10 to Oh, nine. shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so I, I have to just say, I've got dinner. Okay, we're going. We're going. Oh, my God. I didn't even, I'm like oh, so geez. carried away. Yes, you are. But in any way, eat clean, recycle, reuse, and reduce. Um, listen to the show because um, there's a lot of shit. And um, we went way too late. But I just want to thank you all for listening to us. I hope you're still, you haven't fallen asleep because huh. this is really fun. I love it. It was show. amazing. So much right. to talk about. So, so much to talk about. I want to thank Delisha, what's your website? It's whatthehealth.net. Mara, what's your website? Well, um, I just go to Mara Shane on Facebook and Instagram. Sheena, where can they find you? I am raising yourvibration.com. And do you have anything coming up like in the next? I have my interfaith service tomorrow night in Hollywood. It's at saturdaynightspiritual.com. And I'm teaching a workshop at the Newmont Center uh, on February 29th. I'm teaching my empath awareness workshop. Come and see me. Very cool. Cara, what are you up to? Well, thank goodness for Trump. Otherwise, there'd be no Randy Rainbow. Oh, I love Randy I'm, Rainbow. I'm seeing him tomorrow. You and you, my I, dear. I my horribly. Give me your schedule. Un- up to, okay, next week, uh, Tuesday, I am uh, doing something on Tuesday. Wednesday, I'm doing a um, Vox Femina chorus. Do you know them? Yes, they're doing their cabaret, nice. which is really fun. They all get to kind of sing they're and awesome. do their own yeah, awesome. uh, things. Thursday night, I have my show in uh, Ventura. And then at the end of the month, I'll be in Sacramento. Very cool. Mm-hmm. On Leap Day. Leap Day. Leap Day. Well, I just want to thank everybody for always tuning in and always supporting us. We adore you. Um, <laughs> you know, just, um, you know, I guess the word I want to leave today with is momentaneous? peace. Oh, is okay. peace. Is peace. Momentaneous. <laughs> oh, momentaneous. 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 Rock me, Amadeus. Rock me, momentaneous. <laughs> um, <laughs> but is peace. Um, start with inner peace first. Um, because if you sort of are from that space, then other people will hopefully emulate it. Um, just be one in yourself 
and um, and I love you all. So no. just go with love. Passionately. Go in love, go with love, go in peace. We'll see you in two weeks. Lisa Tahir um, is going to be here with the Law of Attraction. And Ooh. the day before, that Thursday, I'm going to be on her show. So that should be interesting since she knows what we're, she's talking about here, but I have no idea what she's going to talk to me about. So <laughs> um, I will post it up on Facebook. Please follow us between the sheets um, on Facebook. Thank you very much. Have a great night. And um, I always say, namaste. Namaste. <laughs> namaste. <laughs>